Welcome to episode 20 of Troutlander with Yay! Maureen Younger and Jen Brister. And we're doing this in a hurry, aren't we, Jen? We're doing this in a hurry, just to say very quickly, I was supposed to be meeting Maureen about half an hour ago because I have to get a train to Swansea. That's not the important bit. <laughs> Got to the embankment where I was meeting Maureen, only to find I'd left my bag on the train. So she'd go all the way back to Victoria. All the way back to Victoria and then all the way back to the embankment and now we've run out of time. And ironically, this, uh, this episode's called The Doldrums, which I think sums up your this sums up my feelings generally. So we're going to be quick. Uh, basically, they, without the aid of Google, they seem to be able to track down that shit really quickly. Okay, yeah. So let's let's rewind. So we have got enough time to to, to don't worry, Maureen. I'm okay. going to get this. Maureen, Maureen likes to turn up for a train one and a half Three hours. hours. <laughs> she thinks it's like getting a flight. So already the anxiety that Maureen's feeling that you should actually be at Paddington Station now. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to be fine. They're going to do this right. Okay. So what's happened is Ian has been kidnapped. Kidnapped. And we start the next episode, and they've already got a boat. Yep. Like, that was no problem. They've got, they've managed they, to they, charter they, a boat. They know the name of the boat, the they, boat that kidnapped. They've, we've figured out the name of the boat that he's been kidnapped on. Because Jared is like 19th, 18th century Google, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, they very quickly, through Jamie's cousin, figure out exactly what boat it is, exactly what boat to get, and how to get there. I mean, pr- job done. And then uh, there's even more news for Jamie when he finds out that Fergus wants to marry his... Marsley, and they've got their stepbrother and stepsister, aren't they? So that's a bit weird. Oh, yeah, but they're not related. Yeah, I, know. I mean, okay. really, come right. on. Okay. I mean, and also, Angus is what's his name, Fraser, whatever his name is. <laughs> He's never actually been adopted, has he? No, not no. So Maureen's, don't get into the detail. <laughs> okay, so but Jamie's not happy. So, because Jamie doesn't want them to have any naughty... Uh, sex time. Sex time. Uh, Claire's got a bunk with Marsley, and he's got a bunk with Fergus, and Claire's really pissed off about it. Yes. Because they've been separated for 20 years. I know, and now she's not going to get any boat action. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't want to be sharing a bunk with Jamie, given that he gets seas- that kind of level of seasickness. <laughs> oh, Jamie, I'm feeling like... <laughs> oh, the mood's gone, mate. What I like, though, is like, Jamie's this great leader of men. Like, men always do what he says, but he never gets the women in his life, never... No. Never obey him. Like, no. Marcelie just gets round him as well, going, well, if you, take me, if you send me back home, I'll just say you slept with me. Well, not you. No, they no. say that Fergus has slept with her, so she'll be ruined. Think, yeah, And you can see anyway. Jamie just thinking, oh, God, I will hit you, woman. He doesn't. He's, he's not that kind of chap. But he's, he's very frustrated. <laughs> but we still get the fact that Jamie's still insecure about Claire because he offers to take her back to the Stones if that's what she wants to do. And she's like, oh, no, 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 let's sort out Ian first. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think by this point, Claire, what's Claire going to do if she goes back now when she could be riding the seven seas with pirates, whatever it is that she ends up doing? This episode is another one of those episodes where I was like, Oof, boring. You I liked really, it. I liked it. I mean, I mean <laughs> Maureen judges an episode not by whether or not it's interesting, it's but whether by whether how much or not Jamie's how in much it. is Jamie in this episode. You see, I really enjoyed the next episode more, where Jamie features a lot less. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot less. Because it was much more interesting as a story. But anyway, Maureen loved this Doldrums one. Um, I think so, Doldrums is a good, good title. Good title. Um, so Jamie basically, is, he gets a lot. Of, he gets very seasick. And you can see their relationship is kind of, she's kind of wry amusement. You can see that they've got close again. And um, behind Claire's back, because she's giving loads of ginger tea, he gets Willoughby, doesn't he, to... Give him acupuncture. Which is very effective. I mean, it just worked instantly. I feel a lot better. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm up for trying anything like that. Once, if you're that sick, it could, even if it's a placebo, you'd be like, great, just 
anything to make this not work. So they have a romantic um, scene, even though they're not, they have that moonlight scene, which obviously you probably really loved, that moonlight scene. What moonlight scene? On the boat and they're looking out and it's just the two of them. <coughs> God, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> You're probably texting when it was on. And then he says that great thing, he goes to it, when she's talking about Brie and he goes, do you miss her? It's like, of course No, who? <laughs> Your daughter. Oh, to be honest, the amount that Claire's talked about her or even thought about her, she doesn't I miss her dreadfully, Jamie. <laughs> I haven't mentioned her. Jamie's right to ask. Just, just checking. We haven't mentioned our daughter for a while. Do, do you miss her? Uh, yes, I think I do. Yeah, I do. But she does actually, for once, Claire does mention the fact that she loves... Because um, when she finds out about the acupuncture, he goes, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want it to be another reason why you didn't think you belonged here. And she's like, you know, I've, I've never, it's never been a question of not loving you. And it's like, well, just tell him. Yeah, I know. I mean, she does hold it in a bit. Thinking, oh, Claire, yeah, he's even kept all her clothes, hasn't he? I know, so that Marsley gets them. I recognise that frock. Yeah, it's yours. You right, Maureen? Yeah, sorry. I like the bit when she goes, when she's on the boat, she goes, am I invisible? And you went, yeah, you're a woman, you're 40, so yeah, you are. Yeah, but, but weirdly, you're not. <laughs> Only because <coughs> um, she's bad luck, though, isn't she? Yeah, she's bad luck. And that is just typical of men, isn't it? Oh, I'll it's tell you what's going to be bad luck, a woman. woman. Unless you bare your breasts. Yeah, or unless you get your, get your tits out and then all of a sudden the, the luck. <laughs> How much good luck would it be if you got your, your what's it out? So no, they're, they're hit by bad luck and they think it's, it's one of the, I think they think it's Somebody Hayes. Somebody didn't touch the stone. Don't. Touch the horseshoe. Touch the horseshoe. So they're blaming Hayes and they want to chuck him overboard and he goes to try and commit suicide. And then Jamie's well, he gets in, hammered first. Yeah, he gets hammered first. He's Scottish. And um and then he goes up the mast, and then Jamie, obviously in Errol Flynn mode, goes and talks him down, doesn't he? Well, and, but also the one that saves... Willoughby is the one that saves them. Oh, yes, because he starts doing that talk. And they all stop. They're all about to have a big riot. Because he sees a seagull. Yeah, so he knows. So he knows that something's coming. And then the thing is, they're all about to have a riot, and then he starts talking, and they all listen. I didn't realise Sellies were that into storytelling. They really are. <laughs> they're, they're just like, why is a Chinaman shouting? <laughs> Everyone stops. Everyone stops. They all listen. And then it starts raining. Uh, Jamie and Claire have hot sex. It's, it, it, the rain thing is brilliant, isn't it? Because Willoughby's seen a, a seagull, so he knows that because of the air pressure, the seagull's going... Um, when rain's coming, they, they fly a lot lower. You can lower. tell Jen in Brian. So he, can, he, he knows that the rain's coming. Uh, I mean, who's to say when? But he knew that it would arrive just after his speech. <laughs> Perhaps he was just stringing it out. He was like, how long is the speech going to go before the rain comes? <laughs> He felt a drop and went, right, I can wrap it up now. <laughs> so now this way. Why are you blooming white women are awful to Chinese men? The end. <laughs> oh, look, it's raining. Uh, Claire and <laughs> Jamie used the rain as a, as a cover for them having hot sex. In a, in a, did you text through that or did you... I'm, I don't know why you think I'm constantly <laughs> texting. I don't, I'm not, I don't have anyone to... Maureen, I avoid contact with humans and you should know that. Uh, <laughs> If, what happens is I put it on and then I think, oh, I'll make myself a cup of tea or I just sort of, you know, bob about and do other things. So they have a scene and then they have a really nice scene afterwards where they're all kind of lovey-dovey. And then... Um, it does look very uncomfortable, that. Yeah, it on does. On the rope or whatever it is. It <laughs> was it a barrel? What was it? I don't know. I think it was some kind of sacking. I I'm not too sure. <laughs> that wasn't what I was checking out during the scene. What were you checking out? <laughs> Be specific. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they're stopped by a British man of war, aren't they? Oh yeah. So then the 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 the, 
the episode ends, well, it comes to an end. They're stopped by a British man, uh, a Navy boat, basically, yeah. for those of you. That and they're know. worried that uh, James Wise might, he might be press-ganged on board. And, yes, but what actually what they want is a dock. And, of course, Claire is one. She goes aboard the boat. But Jamie's not happy as always. No, but he's, she's like, look, I'll go over and then I'll come back. You kind of know she's going to go. So she goes. Uh, and the ship seems to be manned by a load of public schoolboys. I mean, no one seems to be over the age of 18. Well, they've, because the they all died. Yeah. All the officers have died, so only 11 years old. a really weird salute, which presumably is accurate. They kind of do. Yeah, they twist their hands. They twist their hands. Twist their hands or anyway. Anyway, so it's just children and. And Claire. <laughs> Claire and, and these. Old, and, and sailors who are a bit rough around the edges and dying. And uh, then the, 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 boat go, the, the captain of the boat. Uh, says, oh, right, well, you're staying because we need someone to fix this before we get to Jamaica. And off... They kidnap her, basically. They basically kidnap her. They say that, that she will be returned to... Jamie, in Jamaica. Uh, in Jamaica. Jamaica? No, she went up for... <laughs> oh, Nicole. What? Why that joke? We don't get enough of that joke. <laughs> well, not since the 1940s. No. <laughs> so, what did you think? Oh, I mean, I just... No. Well, would you know, that is the quickest we've ever done in Nine minutes. It's because you've got to catch a train. It's amazing how we focus. I've got to train, really focused in on that. I was bored. Were you? I mean, and, uh, <laughs> I was vaguely entertained, but I was... I was it's I kind was of nice bored. to see Claire and Jamie, they seem to be back together again in kind of, you know, the kind of wry amusement. You know, they're, they're getting on better and they're no, like they were no, before. you don't worry about closing the door gently. <laughs> We're in a bar. We're in a bar. It's going to just walk past and just slam the door. I mean, have a bit of looking at us with disdain. Look at these two saddos. <laughs> so she's not the only one. No. <laughs> Judging by our listening figures. I like that I've probably been muted by people on Facebook. Like, oh, still banging on about that bloody podcast. I actually know people who watch Outlander but don't listen to this podcast. How I'm dare like, they? How, how dare they? <laughs> Defriend them. I can't. I'll just mute them. <laughs> okay, right. We're now on to Heaven and Earth, which you probably like. Oh, Actually, I liked it. Was, I liked it. It was a good episode. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was, like, exciting. And I think, you know, Outlander are really good at casting, like, the smaller roles. Um, oh, have, that young man. That young guy, uh, Albie Marber, I think his oh, name is. He was brilliant, he wasn't was he? He was a cutie. Really, really good. Even, like, the Captain Leonard, I think the guy who plays Cap- Charles Heard, or whatever his name is, uh, I think he's really good as well, the young captain. Yeah, they're all very good. And then all the other kind of, like, sort of... Rough around the edges, yeah. Sailors. I mean, in this one, right? Jamie takes a back seat. So obviously, I didn't enjoy it as much. Jamie's um, been put into. Cha- Jamie's oh yes, put into Jamie's prison. been put in prison. He's been put in prison for Again, for trying to take over the ship. For trying to take over. The Jamie's ship. not happy when he sees Claire's been kidnapped. Let's put it that and way. And he orders them to follow the boat at as, as fast as they can. They were like, boat can't go no. that fast. And, and we'll, the captain goes, no, no, we're not doing that. But we will, we're going to see them in Jamaica. Jamie realises that the captain on his boat was um, contacted and was in on it and knew about it, so he's livid. Anyway, they're like, this guy's getting on my tits. They stick Jamie in prison where he stays and is violently sick until Fergus comes along and Jamie thinks, oh, thank God, Fergus is here, he's going to let me out. But Fergus actually thinks, if I let you out, you're going to die. I'm going to die. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave the woman I love with a load of rabid men who are just going to, like, have their way. Gang raper. And for once, you think, well, Fergus seems like he's a bit more... Yeah, you see Jamie can be completely reckless. You think, for a guy who's an ex-commander, an ex-criminal outlaw, um, he just seems to want to take over the boat. He's got no plan. It's just this, he's got to get Claire. He just thinks he's going to lose it, and he doesn't really think things through. And Fergus actually shows what proper love is, because he doesn't go along with it. He just goes, 
No, and, and Jamie's quite horrible to me. He tries yes, to manipulate well, you don't him. Love her? How can you? You don't yeah. know what love is. And I'll, if you did, I'll, I'll let you marry Marsley if you let me out. Well, but first he goes, you don't know what love is because yeah. you did. You would let me out, and then we'd the two of us take on a whole ship, take on fifty men. Considering he can't bloody, he's throwing up every five minutes. It's like, how are you going to sail a ship? Oh, I know. I know. It's anyway. ludicrous. But anyway. Um, Whereas Claire, she's in full matron mode, isn't she? She's brilliant. Claire just bosses everybody around. I know. I was like, what, Claire? <laughs> she's fancy doing this. And, I mean, and this is when she hasn't looked her best. <laughs> this is when she actually, this says a lot about the gay women. This is, I really like the bit where she was just bossing me around and she looked a bit rough. <laughs> don't say about, about Chloe. <laughs> Which it, well, Chloe does, I mean, I'm, I'll leave the rough bit out, but... She does boss me around. Yeah. No comment. Anyway, no comment. I've always witnessed that way too many times. Where I sit <laughs> quietly. <laughs> yeah, you're right to do that. Don't get involved. Um, and then she, her help is Elias Pound, who's played by Alfie Marber, who is absolutely brilliant. There's this 14-year-old motherless boy who's been at sea for seven years. And there's a really... Oh, you, I mean, he's been at sea since he was seven. seven. What was he doing when he was seven, poor little Mike? He was midshipman, wasn't he? And um, what's know really what means. Uh, like a young officer type thing. And uh, this is Maureen, who doesn't really know. And uh, what's really sweet, because Claire was really portrayed horribly, I think, in the first few episodes. But here you get to see her, her softer side and her and Elias kind of have a little relationship going. And when she says to Elias, oh, your mother would be very proud or you're a very impressive young you're boy. Very, your mother would be so proud you're a very, very impressive, impressive young boy. man. You see, his, you see his face just, just goes, light oh, up. Wow. It's, such a, it's a really sweet moment. But of course, Claire being Claire, it doesn't take her long to hunt down the um, source of the illness. Yes, is, she does that sort of... That, that very thing quickly. That, you know, I always think of her a bit like the character that's in... Um, uh, do 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 murder she wrote she's very jessica fletcher she'll walk into a room find the book that is necessary to find find the evidence open it up at exactly the right page and then go i figured it out you know yeah. very quickly that's, that's the issue with episodic tv you've got a lot to fit in but anyway <laughs> she she finds out she finds out two things doesn't mm, she what's the other thing she finds out that jamie is uh, has been discovered um, not only for sedition but for murder and they know that he's on the boat yeah. And then when he gets to Jamaica, they're going to hang him. Yeah, arrest him and hang him. And so she interviews the guy that's the witness, you know, the, the guy with the blind eye. And at one point you think she's going to kill him, isn't she? No, she wait, jumps. wait, wait, wait. So that, the guy, yeah. so the guy that uh, is the, um, uh, no, first of all, she finds the source, yeah. doesn't she? And the guy that is the source of the um, disease, of the outbreak, is actually the cook's helper. So she puts, makes sure that he's put in prison, not because he's done anything wrong, but because just to keep him away from the men. The cook is livid, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't like her. He doesn't like her. So you already know she's put his back up. We think, oh, he's going to turn up again, which he does. And um, uh, Jessica Fletcher, a.k.a. Claire, figures out that um, uh, the guy, she finds out the name and says, bring this man, because I think he might also be the source of the of Illness. The disease. But he's not, is he? We know that. <laughs> you naughty thing. Anyway, he turns up, and who should it be, Maureen? But the guy with one eye that was in the fire. Well, yeah, he's got one eye now, because... Um, no, he had one Ian eye before. He just, he's, got, he's got a new scar. He had one eye before, he's just the scarring. He's got, he got when he got oh, things in lead. He's brilliant in it. He's good. And, he's got, and you can just, he goes, kill me now, and you think, I, I, don't, I can understand why he feels like that. Um, and Claire, you see her looking at a sore, so you think, is she going to kill him? Well, she's got, an, uh, like, uh, a butcher's... Um, sore, yeah. Uh, chopping thing and she threatens him and he goes you know kill me now mate um but anyway he tells her 
that they've got a warrant that they found the dead body of the man that actually Claire killed um, in the in a in a barrel of creme, creme de, de Mont. 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 And um, she claims that he's the other source of the outbreak, so she can put him in jail and yeah. Put but him she in puts him opposite the guy who is the source of the outbreak, and she says to him, "You better stay clear of this guy because otherwise you're going to get it." Because she doesn't want them talking to each other. Yep. So, uh, it, anyway, so Claire realises she's got to get off the boat. She's got to get off the blinking boat. And so she asks for help from the woman that owns the goat. <laughs> that's what you would do, wouldn't it? You know, that's where you go to. <laughs> and the woman that owns the goat, oh, that was it. She's helped the woman who owns the goat because her husband got pissed on the alcohol that she's been using to, um, uh, as a, an antiseptic. So that yeah. people's, you know, people aren't carrying the disease on their hands. So you dip your hands in this pure alcohol Anyway, we didn't mention anyway, that. Anyway, so they're on the island. Uh, she tries to get. She tries to help Claire to escape. Claire gets caught. Well, wait a second. Back up. Oh, okay. First of all, they have quite a funny exchange where she talks about feeding the goats. Does she? Yeah, she goes, oh, the goats. And she goes, I help you. And she's like, oh. And then she goes, I have to feed the goats. And she's like, what the hell are you banging Oh, yeah, about? yeah, because Claire doesn't get the hint. So they go onto the island. And onto this island before they hit Jamaica to... Because uh, there's nobody on this island, so they can go there because they're an infected bunch. Uh, and feed the goats, because the goats are providing milk, so they make cheese, yada, yada, yada. And that's when the woman that owns the goat says, run, 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 run. And Claire does, but straight into Captain Leonard's way. So. Uh, yeah, she does run. It's quite dramatic. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Oh. Uh, and uh, she tries to lie. Claire's a terrible liar. And um, Captain Leonard admits, look, I am going to get her. It's really ungrateful. He goes, because she's saved all these lives. She's going, um, I am going to arrest your husband. I'm really sorry about that. It's the law. It's the law. I can't, can't look the other way. I can't look the other way. I'm British. And rules are rules. And one must always follow the rules. She says to him, look, listen, look, can you not just turn a blind eye just on this one occasion? And he's like, no. <laughs> Back on the boat, woman. Um, and then Marsley and, and Fergus have a bit of a pash, and Marsley tries to seduce oh, Fergus, does. doesn't she? Like, come on, somebody here. Come on, you daughter like mother. And, um, and, uh, have your way with come you. Away. And Fergus refuses. This is when you see he's really Jamie's son, because he refuses, because he's promised Jamie. He's given his word to Jamie that he won't touch her. So obviously he won't touch her. Yeah. Marsley's I mean, like, he can touch her with his other hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because technically we'll be What he can do is like... <laughs> Just get, take your clothes off, and with my wooden hand. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't want that. Attached to a stick. She might not be into it. it so he wouldn't get much from it either, would he? Oh, no, probably not. <laughs> just I think you really understood straight sex. I just really, sex. just really amused me. No, I've got no idea what straight sex is. As a gay woman, all we were ever taught was gay sex, Maureen. Straight sex is a complete mystery to me. <laughs> complete mystery to me. Now, um, and then uh, Fergus refuses to help Jamie. Jamie's really annoyed. Um, but then uh, Marsley has a clever idea, doesn't she? She gets, she tells the, the, the <coughs> captain, if she gets, who gets Jamie to tell her, to give his word, then he won't, he won't do anything. Yeah. And Jamie's like, oh, he, Fergus just did that for you. And she goes, if you believe that, you're an idiot. Because obviously, Je you know, Fergus wants to help Jamie. Mm. Yeah. So Jamie's released. And then Claire's stuck on the, oh, and then Elias dies. Oh, right. So, firstly, before Elias dies, um, one of the sailors says to her, she goes down to the bottom of the deck and he says, can you hear that? And she says, well, I can't hear anything. He said, that's right, because all the men are sleeping, not wailing to, and, and wishing everyone's, to be dead. Everyone's... So everyone's getting better. So whatever Claire's been doing is working. working. And um, uh, even though she, she did get threatened by the... 
Captain. The, ca- the cook. cook. She did get captain, yeah. That's by the by, just slip that in, just so you remember. Uh, like, if, this, if this doesn't work, I'm going to go after you. Anyway, it is working. And um, so you think everything's earlier on, Elias has, hasn't slept. And so she says, look, go and have a kip. Because she you looks look, tired. You look really tired. When she goes to him to say, oh, look, it's worked. All of your and our hard work has been for, you know, has been for something. Mm. She sees that he has the disease and he dies. And she pretend, he calls out for his mother and so she makes out she's his mother. She, yeah. And, um, and also... It's a very touchy. I cried. Did you cry? Yeah, I did. I had a little cry. I was just about to pretend I didn't, but I thought, who am I kidding? <laughs> um, there's the... Also, we missed the bit where that young lad... What's his name? Elias. Uh, we have seen that his best friend died of Oh, yes. And she, he, sa- he says to um, Claire... Claire when they wrap up the body in whatever it is, the shroud, the shroud, and they it's sew, a hammock. Yeah. And at the last bit, the hammock. It's got to go do, through the nose. Yeah, they sew the hammock through the 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 the, the, court, the nose, and it's a friend that has to do that. So he does it for his friend, and Claire does it for. Um, yeah, it's a very sad scene. The act is brilliant. I hope that'll be Marv. Hopefully, we see him in something else. Um, so probably Star Wars. That's what happened, <laughs> isn't it? These young actors, they go from this and then they go to Star Wars. Oh, do they? Yeah, always. Or they're in, or they protect, or they're Spider Man or something. Oh, okay. That's what happens. When you get to our age, what happens is absolutely nothing <laughs> because we are pretty much dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on <laughs> from that cheerful note. Um, then and that chip on my shoulder, <laughs> you mean? Um, Claire, <laughs> this, this goat woman decides, tells Claire she needs to escape by jumping over the ship. Has jumping she made, off the ship. She's made him a raft. She's made her a raft. Well, it's kind of like two barrels. I mean, she goes, I mean, it's, I mean, good you luck go to now. You go now. You go, go now. now. And she goes to Claire, it's near. And they're thinking, well, the land doesn't look that near. And also, right, she goes, it's a good couple of miles it's, away. Yeah, she goes, the tide take you. It's like, this is a woman who looks after goats. She's not like a she Captain Bird's Eye, she? Does she doesn't really I mean, know. Well, and also, what does Captain Bird's Eye know about? He, I mean, no, he his speciality is fish fingers. Well, you know, I don't know. Anyway, you think, good luck to you, Claire, because I wouldn't do it. But obviously, this is Claire. She's determined to save Jamie at all costs. Yeah. That's the both like that, aren't they? They'll do anything for each other. Uh, a bit like you and Chloe. And uh, Absolutely, we do anything for each other. <laughs> I forgot to put the iron away again. She's going to kill me. So Lisa, you're Oh, you are going to put the iron away? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I didn't. I left the house again. Yeah, it's not did. such oh, grand I'm drama. As a minute. Charlie. I'm in trouble now. Yeah, anyways, moving on. So Claire jumps off. She jumps into the sea to get to the island so she can warn Jamie. It's quite far, isn't it? It is quite I mean, the bit where you go, you look at it and go, well, it's, not that, it's not that high up. And then when she jumps, you go, well, she's falling for quite a long time. <laughs> also, she genuinely, she does um, genuinely look terrified. She's like, are you mad? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to jump in the water. Do you have your husband? He's going to be hung. And then you can see her go, ah, oh, oh, I was sorry. At one point, Claire going, do I, I don't, am I that bothered? Am I that bothered? I mean, I'll take that risk. But she doesn't, she doesn't. She, she jumps. She jumps. Well done, Claire. So what did you think, Mrs? Doldrums, doldrums. Mm-hmm. Heaven and Earth I enjoyed. And uh, we are three episodes left of... We might catch up. Outlander. Oh, no, I think we are. We're going to catch up. So the next one will cover episodes... 11 and 12. 11 and 12. So we'll be actually up to date. And then 13. So the last two episodes, we will have caught up. There's something quite special about that. (laughs) But what I am enjoying is the fact that as we continue through the analysis, the in-depth analysis, we get fewer and fewer people (laughs) listening to this podcast. I 
think by the time we get to episode 13, there should be we should be back to 11 again. Yeah, 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 definitely. So be. if you are listening, um, feel free to listen on as many computers as possible. Just to make the numbers go. We don't even bother with iTunes where we go, rate, <laughs> give us five stars, go on iTunes if you like us under Maureen and Jen. I think it's under Maureen and Jen's podcast. Hashtag trapped out London. I don't know. We don't even know what we're doing. We don't even bother with that. I always hear podcasts where people go, rate us, give us five stars. I mean, you could do that. I don't know if it would make any difference. Make us feel happy. Yes, it would, but I don't even, I can't honestly say that this is a five-star <laughs> All right, listen, on that note, we going to catch a train. <laughs> catch a train, I'm going to Swansea. The glamour of show, show business. Well, I'm in Bromsgrove tomorrow. Okay, guys, uh, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>